Greetings. This is your sister, Mystic, and you are hearing this right now because you have clicked play on an episode of Mystic Behind the Journey, which explores the journey of making and releasing my debut album, Cuts for Luck and Scars for Freedom. Here we are 20 years later to celebrate the anniversary. The audio in the podcast that you're about to listen to, it's pulled from an IG Live series that I've been doing by the same name, Mystic, Behind the Journey. So I am giving you a heads up in advance that if you hear water in the background, it's the fountain in my mom's garden where I recorded um, most often. If there are some little challenges with the audio or even a more extended space like that, just know that I pulled the audio directly over just to provide additional ways for you guys as you're listening to Cuts for Luck and Scars for Freedom. You can listen to the stories behind the songs and behind my journey. So I hope you enjoy and I'm sending you love and I'm sending you gratitude and a gentle reminder to practice intentional acts of kindness with others. Blessings and peace. Greetings, greetings. This is Mystic. And you are currently tuned into Mystic Behind the Journey. Um, Greetings to everybody as you come in. I am happy to see you. Thank you for joining with me today. As I was saying, this is Mystic Behind the Journey, episode five. I might have to go inside if the uh, if the internet is gonna have a weird signal out here today. Greetings everybody as you come in. As always, I am in my mother's garden when I can be, but who knows what other people are doing with their internet. I learned they had to come and change our modem in order to get them to do that because the service was so bad. Um, In order to get them to do that, I had to do like an hour and a half conversation with somebody at the company. And they taught me all this stuff about how all our neighbors and all the stuff they're doing with their internet and how powerful whatever they're using is for their internet and how many people are utilizing those kind of channels around you at the same time impacts what you're doing. So we will see um, if we are able to, if I am able to stay out here today. Um, But as I was saying, greetings and welcome to Mystic Behind the Journey, episode five, creation part three. Um, It is my honor to be here today. We have been doing this for five weeks now. Um, today, my esteemed guests are Dot or Four Tracks from The Mechanics, um, also a member of my Digital Underground family, as well as Dave Ghetto, my brother, um, who was my label mate at Good Vibe. Um, and we also do all kind of other stuff together, and we'll talk about that. I'm not sure that Chops is going to be able to um, join us today. If he is unable to join us today, I am still going to talk about fatherless child, Um, but I'm just kind of, I guess I'll just kind of, I'll just talk about it myself, right? I won't be able to ask about how Chops created that that perfect beat that I found on a Monday. 
that w became part uh, such a huge part of my healing process. But um, you know, we'll see. Maybe chops can 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 make it. Um, but our first guest is going to be Doc or Four Racks, and uh, he produced. He's the producer with the most tracks on the Cuts for Luck and Scars for Freedom. Um, album greetings I love those purple hearts there greetings greetings um, do am I saying it right when I say Aaliyah I love all of your light queen I want to make sure I say your name correctly I always say with my with my with my with my kinder babies and other students particularly students who are black and brown and indigenous and have our names mispronounced all the time I'm like baby make them say your name correctly but I also make sure that I ask them am I saying that correctly okay I'm glad I'm saying your, your name correctly Aaliyah thank you for all of the beautiful light that you shine queen and thank you for being present today um, so hopefully Dot will be here in the next few minutes I hope that your guys's day is going beautifully you know it's Thursday I feel like we get to Thursday and it's like well, for those of us who work Monday through Friday, right? We get to Thursday and we're like, okay, I'm almost there. But I think I actually personally have to, absolutely. I think I absolutely, I, I think I, I don't think I absolutely, I think I have to work this weekend um, for, again, on this research project. Um, but how are y'all doing? How, how is your heart doing? How are your hearts doing on this fine Thursday? I can only read what you guys type. Can you guys hear the wind chimes? There are wind chimes all around this house. And it's, um, the sound of them is beautiful unless it's like super windy and it's super early or in the middle of the night. Can you hear? They all, oh. I always feel like if I try to be like, oh, I'm quiet right now, or I try to be like, listen to the wind chimes that we don't get to hear it. So anyways, while we are waiting for Dot to join on in, if we get to like 510 and he's not here, I'll shoot him a text, but I did text with him this morning. Mm. Um, towards the end of this, um, towards the end of this episode today, I am going to announce something. And I'm going to direct you somewhere. Uh, heart is always good. I'm glad to hear that. I am sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry your heart is a little heavy today. Yeah. Everything is going to be all right. Um, I have said, particularly in the last few months, um, on a regular basis to remind myself that, you know, people are like, one day at a time, one day at a time. And then I was like, one moment at a time. And now I'm like, one breath at a time. Right? Um just to be exactly present um, where we are. That's, that's all we can kind of do, uh, particularly when our hearts are heavier. So, um, but yeah, at the end of, towards the end of today's episode, I'm going to announce something. Oh, I see, I see he's in here. Send me a request. Uh, um, I'm going to announce something and I'm going to direct you somewhere to access it. If you are somebody who is interested in accessing what I am going to share, um, I hope that, I hope that you do. Let me see. Oh, hold on. There we go. 
That's not bad. That's not bad. It's 504. <laughs> what up, 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 what Hey. There we go. There we go. Where are you at? The studio? Are you at home? No, I'm at the lab. Ah, nice, nice, nice. Welcome and happy Thursday, my brother. Happy Thursday. What's up with it? You know, I'm just, I, I'm so happy to see your face. Good to uh, see you. Yes. You know, it makes, I should have named this so that it pops up with a name, but whatever. No, I was rushing, good. I was rushing to get on. Um, we'll give folks a couple more minutes to join in, but what yeah. you, you've just been creating all day? No, I ain't been cooking. I ain't making no noise. I actually been doing like, uh, like uh, I had to go. I just picked up a puppy today. We ain't got a, a dog. Puppy? What kind? Um, a Frenchie. Oh wow! There you go. Yeah, one of those little Frenchies or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so I had to go pick the dog up and. Oh wow! I think there's even like a Frenchies of Instagram, right? Like, yeah, you know. For people who are here on a regular basis, doesn't it always seem like we get a ghetto bird when we get out here? It's like a regular kind <laughs> of thing. But that's East Oakland for you. But maybe it's on the freeway. How you been? I've been good. How you, you know, been? I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed and I'm in gratitude and, you know, I'm working hard. But I'm I'm excited, you know, about life and about things that are coming. Yeah. So. You know, yeah. you know, and every yeah. time I see you, I just light up and smile. And like, it also like, it's just been so wonderful, you know, since um, Chuck's passing, like just to yeah. be able to see, to see us smile, to see our family smile and just be right. like, yeah, you know, right. like, and, and, and give thanks that we're still here and breathing and thriving. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, yeah. but it, it is 506. I am going to welcome folks. This is Mystic Behind the Journey, episode five, um, creation part three. So this is a third part where we are talking about, um, you know, talking with producers who, who, who contributed to the album, created yeah. the palettes for me to heal, heal with and to and to kind of, I don't know, just express myself at that, that point in my, in my life. Right. And so today we are going to have, I'm going to call you Dot, but I'll say four racks from the mechanics. It's all good. And then we are going to also have Dave Ghetto and we'll see if Chops makes it. But Dot, we start with you. You and I go way back, even way before back. Digital Underground. Before Digital, yes. And so I want to, but I want to first, before we get into that, I would like to invite you to introduce yourself and tell the people who might not know about you. Um, uh, tell them about who you are and give them some of your background as an MC and producer. Just, uh, oh man, somebody who fell in love with hip hop early on when I heard uh, Don't Push Me Because I'm Close to the Edge. <laughs> that, it was a rap. It was a yeah. rap. Faded yeah. in. And uh, I done done every form of hip hop from drawing to rapping to writing to singing to producing to DJing to mm -hmm. shit owning a label now you know yeah 
everything. This everything that encompassed the music. Like, I love this shit. This is my passion. I, I'm still super in love with it. Like, yeah, my life. It's everything. Um, yeah, you're you're about the culture, man. Yeah, the culture, man. So, um, yeah, no, nah, just uh, you know, I was uh. Everybody knows me right now from what, what I'm doing with the mechanics, of mm -hmm. course. But before then, it was it was just finding my way. I definitely was was trying to DJ. So, you know, I uh, had the opportunity to, to uh, DJ for Digital Underground and DJ for the Lonies. And that's where me and you were on the road together. We had a wonderful time. Yes, sir. You were my nurturer, took care of me. Aww. What I can, Echinacea was. was from you. Yeah, Echinacea. <laughs> I used to bring herbs on the road. Yes, um, I say, I say sometimes I'm not, I know that Chuck put me on because I could spit, right? Yeah. Um, and because yeah, of my heart. Spit. But that, I, I sometimes say it's just because he wanted me to come out and take care of everybody, right? Um, that too, huh? And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then he had, he had other intentions uh, um, healer around that. And to have a healer and a nurturer be yeah. part of the crew yeah. and to be out. Yeah. You that's know. amazing too. I never thought about it like that until right now. Like yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. 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 He's so brilliant. He was so brilliant. Uh, yeah, he, he he you know, he was he was such a bright light and he brought us all all yeah. together. I think about those times and being out and I think about talking dirty after dark and all that. You know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But I also <laughs> want to encourage you because you're like everybody knows about what I'm doing with the mechanics now. There may yeah. be some people who watch this later or mm -hmm. listen to this later who don't actually know about the mechanics. Can you talk about that a little bit? So the mechanics is a production team who, um, when I when I got off the road with Digital Underground, um, I really wanted to produce the records that I was playing. Like, you know, as a DJ, you play the records, but I always was fond of, like, wanted to make the records. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but my early upbringing in hip hop was always sampling, like like you know, Tribe Called Quest or sampling loops and stuff off of records. So after after really watching Shock, I was like, Nah, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go learn. I gotta go figure out these keys and yeah. Hold on, these on crazy. Okay, dog, money. So um, I went right to the drawing board, I mean, and just really was like, let me try and get my fingers together. I didn't really go get piano lessons or anything like that. I just kind of like started, started freestyling. Yeah. And, uh, and that began my, that began me really trying to find myself musically, like what, what did I want to do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Shaq was self-taught to self-taught. Yeah, self-taught, yeah, he was. Take take Charlie out. Then just just talk take him in yeah. So um <laughs> so when I got with my, my brother Kenny Tweed, Tweed was already like his father was a uh a saxophone player. Oh nice. So he was already like already on the keys. You know what I mean? He but he wasn't he didn't take lessons or anything either. He was kinda of self taught. His yeah. father. So what but what my brother had that I didn't have was he had the the knowledge of software, mm. like what shot hardware, drum machines, turntables, keyboards. Tweed knew software, meaning computers, Logic, uh, not necessarily Pro Tools, but he knew Logic. So yeah. when I got with Tweed, 
tweet showed me logic. And that's when I said, okay, well, I'm going to leave the hardware alone. I'm going to pick up the keys and I'm going to learn this software. And mm -hmm. that, began, that began the mechanics. Yeah, yeah. And from, from there, we just started looking for acts to produce. And uh, one of the first acts that we really locked in with that, 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 that stuck was Jay Stalin. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Stalin took to us like a like our son. Like he's like, whatever y'all want to do, I'm I'm following y'all. Yeah. And he listened and, and we learned together. We learned the game together, trial and error and Yeah. You see, and you, you, you are now you are now working with some some huge um yeah. musical legends. We're gonna talk about that towards towards the end. I wanna dive into this so I don't keep you too over our, no, over that's, our time. That's, but so I want to ask you, where, where, how far do we go back? And do you remember how we first met? I don't, but we did, didn't we go to school at least a year? Yeah, we did. So we both went to Oakland High. We went to Oakland High. Yeah, at least for, I came to Oakland High in 90, well, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I came there like for a half a year or something like that. Me and Daniel, my brother Daniel Hernandez, we transferred there. Yeah, and you guys were all, all about hip-hop in such an outward way even then, right? Man, and yeah. I was developing in hip-hop. I had already started we rhyming, dancing. but I wasn't sharing that with anybody at school. I hated school, except for dancing. Yeah. If you remember, I was a yeah. dancer. Yeah, and we were all so, dancing. Um, I just, I always think about, like, again, the magic of how shock help to bring people together from all over the country but all over the bay and you know but you're somebody we both got brought into this vision into the same place but we had gone to high school together so i just so wanted to see if, if you remembered I but did, i want yes. i, I want to start by diving in um and talking about the songs that you produced on the album as okay. i told folks you had the largest amount of songs on the album that were done by one producer you I had three tracks on the album um and mm -hmm. i thought maybe we would start with with D-Boy, and I'm kind of going to ask you some of the same things about these songs as we go through them, um, but okay. I'll lay it out. But before we talk about D-Boy, when I posted it the other day, I mentioned that D-Boy was very much, there There are these stories mm -hmm. and there are these aspects of life for people who are in street life, D-Boys who are in street life. And for people who don't know what D-Boys are, they're dope boys. Oh, boys. And, and, and so that, <laughs> that, that people make it like it's all about money and it's all about being fly all the time when there's also this really um, hard part of that life and there's a lot of self-reflection and questioning and it's hard. You don't want to have the people around you you love get hurt. You don't right. want to hurt the people that you love. Um, and I just, I remember thinking when I wrote it that like, because I've loved a few D-boys and I knew a lot of D-boys that, um, <laughs> That, that there were just other sides that needed to be shown, right? That it's not just this rugged upfront, make money, you know, fuck the world um, type of mentality all the time. Right. And so I wanted to ask you, like, what did you make it on? And do you remember anything about making it or recording it? I know what I made it on. Um, I made it on an MPC 60. Uh-huh. Chris Weber, the uh, basketball player, gave me an MPC-60, too. Yeah, he was a huge hip-hop head. Gave me one. Uh, yeah. That's dope. Uh, and um, the keyboard I used, I do believe, was a Trinity. 
I used the Trinity, um, a Korg Trinity, and that was it. It was just those two. All the simps, all the keys are on the Trinity. All the drums are on the MPC. Yeah, um, yeah. I forget. It's it's very very foggy. That was a long time ago. I know, <laughs> but I, I know it was. But that's why I ask questions, and that's why I don't send out the questions <laughs> doing the interviews because I think it's fun for us to try to figure try to out when. I don't remember, or the person who's on doesn't doesn't remember. But you you were also you were also on the hook, and you did it with me, which I thought was important for us to say it together. But I just like, mm -hmm. what did you think about the song when it was done? I loved it. I loved it, and I think it was your idea to put me to have me back you up yeah. on the hook. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved it. It was a great experience. I loved the studio that we work worked at. Forget what studio. What did we go to LA to do that? Yeah, we were at Sound yeah. Image, where, yeah, where yeah, I recorded the majority of the album with my engineer Matt Lavella. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, I don't know if I've said on one of these episodes yet, the mic that I was recording on for the majority of the album was a mic that was used by the group Heart. Yeah, I do remember. I do I, remember I there was a, on that. And I love. I do that. remember. I, I do remember vaguely that there was like this this thing about. The, the microphone was like famous, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the microphone was famous, and then there was this bass spot in the studio where I would go after as things were being mixed, and I would go stand in that bass spot because what I was checking for, and it was important on songs like Deep Boy and the other songs you produced. Part of what I was checking for was whether the bass was was dragging energy down, or oh. even if it was heavy songs, was it mm -hmm. still kind of coming up? Oh. And needed things to come up through the body. Right. not drag them down still when i work with with producers i'll be like oh no that bass is like way huh. down here i need it to be like here and upwards right sure. from yeah. like whoo and, and move up no matter how heavy the material may be you're dealing and, with frequency yeah here. i deal with frequency right yeah. and so in that bass spot it was like okay yeah this, yeah that's dope this, this is amazing okay so then let's talk about we'll talk about a dream next um a Dream was a hell of important song for me because I think on it I was exploring, you know, and so my album came out when I was 27. So I, I think I was recording most of this when I was 25, maybe parts of 26. Yeah. And so I, it, the song was really about exploring this place about like the light that I saw and the like possibilities that I saw, but also this deep kind of, weight that I didn't know if I was going to survive, right? I still hadn't mm. realized that. Like, I, I, I hung out with so many people where we didn't think, you know, people often talk about men, young men not thinking they'll live past 25. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I would live past 25 either. Right. And so I was in this space where I was still there and I still had unprocessed trauma. But of course, I had been out with you guys and laughing and I had this appreciation for life and I, I had a deal and I, you know, I was doing right. things. And so it was kind of like this, I don't want to say collision, but this like, you know, it's only a dream. It's only a dream. And, right. and saying like, I know there has to be something for me too, but I hope that I don't die, right? Yeah. I hope that I don't follow other people what I've seen happen. And so it was a hell of a, you know, I was just, I was hella exploring like who I was. Yeah, yeah. And, and where I, I was going. It's crazy because now that, I don't remember nothing about that song. Yeah. I can't remember. It literally was like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> you had that voice in there. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. 
I can't remember cooking the beat. I can't, I just, I can't remember. I don't know. I draw, really draw a blank. And I hate to do that because, like, I want, and you know what's going to happen is I'll get off of here. And, and you'll think about it? And it'll come to me somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if it does, I, I promise I'll do something and document okay. it. Okay. Put it up. Thank you. Just so Thank that we have some type of documentation for it. Yeah, yeah. I think that would yeah. be dope. Because this is about documenting it, right? Having, yeah. having the 20th anniversary of Cuts for Luck come out and owning the Masters and yeah. making it available is about making it available for the people. And this series is about documenting what that journey and process was. And, and congratulations. Because this, this is... This is huge. Like when I heard the news, I was in the hospital, but when I heard the news, I was like, oh, this is so big for her. Oh, thank you. So big for you. Thank like, you. I, like, in the That's and you being there and knowing like what life, what, you know, and yeah. all that, like, yeah, that means the world to me. And you know that. Yeah. Like, you know. Okay. So next song, Fallen Angels. Fallen uh, Angels. That song was obviously also deeply important for me. Um, yeah. Even though the album came out in 2001, and you don't talk about how old you are, but I do. I'm 47. I would have graduated from Oakland High unless I didn't, but I dropped out yeah. and went and took my GED. Um, and that's a whole nother story. But, um, you know, that was the early 90s, and I had been old enough in the late 80s, but through the 90s, you know, people talk about police murders in 2021. And I'm like, well, my friends were be kill being killed by the police in high school. Right. You know what I mean? And it was happening before us. But just also just like the continual loss yeah. of people in the community and people that I loved. And, and again, being like 25, 26 and wanting to know why the fuck does it feel like all the good ones have to go? Yeah. Right? Why, why is it our fallen angels in the sky? Why must all our soldiers die? I want to know. Oh, I got to know, right? Like the searching for, for under understanding. So, yeah. If you remember anything about that one, I do remember that because <laughs> I was I was really in on some experimentation type shit, like where there had only been a few records that I had ever heard people actually produce where the records were um, samples were in reverse. Mm -hmm. So Paul Revere was one. Now, here's a little... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's one that sticks out. There's not a lot of records that, like, yeah. have samples that go backwards. So yeah. yeah. There something. were no samples on that album, though, except for... No, that's the sample. Oh. But, but it's in reverse. So you never... Oh. Unless you took the sample and re-reversed it, well, you, 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 when I said, please sign this contract, there are no samples <laughs> allowed on this album. No, there's a sample. There no samples. Sample. No, so if somebody comes after it, you might make me cut this part out when I post it. No, if look, somebody comes after it, I'll I'm going to be like, well, <laughs> he told me there were no samples. It's not, <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not something that you would like, find, like a Quincy what Jones. What is it? Is it just a sound? It's some sounds, exactly, that have been reversed. So oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Not, it's not like okay. a ghost turn record that I flipped or went verse, you know? <laughs> no, 
that I was just experimenting with, like, let me reverse them and put them over drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To give it a, a, a weird type of feel. And that's how that's how though, that beat came, came around. Yeah, it's a trip because you think about all, and you say that one was kind of like you were, it, it was new and experimenting. And I, yeah. I have often found that like, you know, it's like when I talk with CD, he was like, well, I was really figuring out what I was doing and I was learning how to make it. Or for the stuff that was supposed to be on the re-release of Cuts for Luck and Scars for Freedom that Kanye produced. Yeah. The way that I, I picked the first piece he had, he went to skip through it. And I said, hold on, bring that back. That's it, what yeah. That? Yeah, what's he that? Said, basically i have not mastered that style yet that's yeah. something that i'm exploring and i said that that right there that's what i want is, is what i want right, right. um it came i ended up being a popular sound for him you can kind of hear it on get yeah. by and of course Quali, but but yeah. he hadn't he hadn't but there's something about catching producers when you guys are in these experimental places yeah, yeah. um that i think can be super awesome but so the three pieces of music I was thinking, like reflecting on them, and I was thinking, well, you seem to have this great skill at having these incredibly dangerous um, bass lines, right, and slumps with these hard yeah, drums. Yeah, bass lines. And then with like some pretty freaking instrument, whether it be keys or it's a, it's yeah. a string or it's a whatever yeah. it is, and that, but you know that that they bring their own feeling. Yeah, you know, and for me, I happened to pick ones I think that were kind of moody, right? I was yeah. probably kind of moody. Hell yeah. I was wondering, like, <laughs> what you think where you were as a producer during that time, you know, when you were creating that kind of music. Did you did you kind of think of what you were creating as being palettes for heavier heavier stories to be told? I was trying to teeter totter between. I was listening to Shock. Shock was telling me shit like. You know, there's these two emotions that move every human, love and fear. Mm. So I was trying to teeter-totter between spooking the shit out of you and loving the hell out of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, and whatever is in between there. <laughs> you know what Yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, and even now, it's still the same way. Like, all the music that we produce is, like, I played I play D-Boy for Tweed like two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, nigga, this sound like something we did a month ago. Like, <laughs> of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Lines, the type of sounds. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was like, shit, we, you know, this is some shit that we coined. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, but, it was definitely super, super, super particular in the sense that, like, I don't know. I was obviously hella drawn to it. Like I said, you're, you have the most songs on the album. You have three songs on the album. Nobody else has that amount. Yeah. We'll have a song on the album, yeah. um, but no, or I, two. CD has two. I, I thought it was because I was just super loved and, you yeah. know. I, well, I mean, you were super loved, <laughs> but I mean, love only gets you so far when it comes to MC and making records. Ooh. I am not yeah. gonna, you know, if you're yeah. not banging, it ain't gonna work. Yeah. I can love you all day, right? <laughs> but that, doesn't, that doesn't have anything to do with whether you 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 I work with your music or whether I have you rhyme on a record. You right. have to be dope. Thanks. I'm like dope is only dope is dope is allowed. That's yeah. what it to be. Um, so we have not too much longer, but I have a few more questions for you. Oh, good. Um, I wanted to ask you like 
what did you think was gonna happen with my album before it came out? And then what did you think after it came out? Once I heard the life, I was like, this shit is gonna go. It's gonna work. I was hella happy. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when me and you walked away from um the road, it was like only me and you went away. Yeah. Everybody else stayed. I think every I think everybody else still was doing either spot dates or just went back to normal. Essential was back for did he come back with us? Yeah, he was back for at least part of it because he was at the house a whole bunch when I was recording the album. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah. then he came home. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, I remembered us. I remembered us coming home and I remember feeling like, damn, did I make the right decision to come home now? Or uh but it was I was able to be able to be on the album and that's what I was yeah. I was missing. I was like, damn, being on the road, you miss out being able to record and be on records that you might have opportunity to be on. So, yeah, you know, yeah. So. but, um, no, it was a great experience. Uh, I, I was so blessed and thank you for picking those three records and yeah, of course. great. Thank and you. Money was great. And yeah. And so I want to use this as an opportunity though, to say that I won't get into figures, but I, I can share yeah. with the people who are watching and listening that people, there was no huge budget for my album. But right. what happened is that everybody owns their publishing mm -hmm. and everybody got paid mechanicals. Yep. And things were, things were used in film or in other places, everybody was paid. Yep. So it's something for upcoming producers to think about, it's something for upcoming artists to think about. Don't always be like, well, my, 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 my boundaries, you must pay me this. Yeah. if you want one of my tracks or you must pay me this if you want one of my verses you yeah. really don't quite know yeah. you might have a sense though yeah. but i mean contribute and collaborate with people who are who are dope and see what comes out of it because you never know yeah you, you don't know actually what... make some money out of it or you might actually have your name elevated out of it right don't shoot yourself in the foot you know what i mean and be stuck with whatever you know what i mean yeah you want yeah. because i've met some younger artists and they're like well, I don't. I don't get on a record unless I'm paid. Yeah. Uh, I don't do a show unless I'm paid. I don't do this unless I'm paid. Yeah. And I'm like, really? I don't know. I open for Karis One for free. I open for Leaders of the New School for free. Right. I open for Outcast for free. Right. I got Conscious Daughters records for free. I got on Sugar Tea records for free. Right. I got Times Crate. You know what I mean? <laughs> like all that was groundwork, and it was done for free. It was yeah. building my skill. Every day as we pray for the rapture, right? It was about mastering the craft, and it was also about working with my peoples. Hell yeah. And we were all trying to grow, so just a word of wisdom. And it might not just be for younger and up-and-coming artists, but, like, you know, I'm not saying don't try to make sure that you can, you can sustain and support yourself, but also yeah. critically examine whether there's, a, whether there's an opportunity for you. Right. It can't just be solely about the money because that's where you, you're going you're gonna to run into uh, some brick walls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got it. I sang on Maroon 5's See? Sunday morning. I sang backgrounds on that record, right? The only, the only guest on that first Maroon 5 album, and for those of you who were on, when Walt Licker was on the show, we talked about how he and he and his management partner partner Evan Bogart used to manage what was Kara's flowers and became Maroon Five. So Five. If you're 
we were at same management umbrella. So I was like, yeah, I'll come in and sing backgrounds. Only backgrounds on that album were myself and Kadada Jones. Wow. And I can tell you that I have made more from singing backgrounds on that for free, not being worried whether I wrote it, <laughs> and not being worried worried about whether I was paid in the studio. Right. But then when you when you 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 hop on and you say something on somebody's album or you sing backgrounds on it on somebody's album and that shit goes multi platinum. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Right. So right. you just, I think that we, you know, again, don't, don't let people abuse you. Yeah, those are seeds. Like, you plant yeah. them, put them in the ground and let it, yeah, put, let it Absolutely. grow. Water Absolutely. Them. What else have I got? Exactly. Water them regularly and fertilize them, right? Oh, fertilizer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got two more, two more questions for you. Come on. One is, um, so yeah, we're both members of Digital Underground, obviously. Definitely. Um, and so I wanted to ask you, and I'm going to put the caveat on there like I do everybody on the family who comes on. Is there a story that you would like to share from the road or a memory, one that can be shared off of the road? <laughs> <laughs> and all of you laugh because we all know. It's we all got the same conversation of what happens on the road stays on the road. And that is what it is. And it doesn't that's mean it was delicious or it was crazy. It's just, that's your family, that's your nucleus, and, and that's where you keep it. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I got one. I don't, well, it, it involved you. It was, <laughs> it, it was the uh, the stage dive. Oh, tell the story. It's the, well, what I, what, what I remember of it, if I remember it correctly, was... <laughs> It was, you know, Essential was the the daredevil. Uh -huh. He was the daredevil. He was the new the new energy, uh, or an extra new energy on yeah. that that road trip because you were new energy. I was new energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was just adamant about that that stage <laughs> diving. So he was getting everybody, including Numbskull, yeah. other people, yeah. to 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 do the stage dive into the audience and they got you to do it and you did it um what i what i remember you going into the crowd but i remember vaguely like give us mystic back <laughs> she's in the crowd somewhere <laughs> give us her back <laughs> and when they sent you back they sent you back in a way where it was like they got you to the front of the stage and then it was like blop. They kind of plopped you back onto the stage and it was like, oh no. Yeah. So, and as I remember it, I went out and like, I didn't hit the ground, but okay. I went out and like, they set me on the ground. And yeah, <laughs> it's called for me to come back. And then I remember it being, I think it was a group of, a group of dudes. Yeah. And I feel like they were black dudes, like maybe they were college athletes or something like that. And they yeah. they literally tossed me in an arc yeah, back right. on to the I'm stage. From, I'm, I'm in the DJ booth, so I'm kind of elevated. <laughs> so I, I'm looking over everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. They like kind of, I, I hit the stage. Yes, when you took me back. Yes, yes you hit the stage. Art. I didn't know what story you were going to tell. There were other stories where I staged I, when, when we were on, what, what is it called? South Padre Island. And it was a bunch of drunk, white, young college students. And I stage dived that night and they tried to reach up my skirt. And I was irate. Like, oh, no, you, you know, how dare you, right? Like, yeah, I was like, oh, no. It's not that I didn't have shorts, but it was just like, 
Yeah, you but know, that I was, I was, yeah. you know me, I was irate. Yeah, okay. And so, anyways, <laughs> that's a good share, though. That's a great story because yeah. I, I and it hurt. Kind of tossed you back onto the stage. They did. They tossed it me. It like, was an arc. Yeah, I don't think it was like <laughs> deliberately trying. No, to... no. I think yeah. they, ju they, you know, they were giving me back. <laughs> <laughs> And so I just, my my last question for you like, is oh, really, oh. what'd you say? I, I just remember you hitting the stage like bloom, and I'm like, yeah. oh, and oh. it was like, oh. but well, I jumped we, up and kept yeah, going. That's got, you we just got keep you back. We got you back. That's yeah. all. I, I got I got back to my family, so it was all good. But I definitely was a little bit more hesitant about where I jumped out <laughs> in the crowd, um, to do stage diving. So the, I, think, um, I think that's a good safe safe story. You know, yeah, that is a wonderful, wonderful safe story. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm safe. And if, you know, any of those guys happen to be on social media and you see them, <laughs> I just want to say thank you for getting hey, safely. You. you know, I say it was an arc and I hit the hit the stage hard. Thank you very much for getting me back. <laughs> <laughs> so my last my last part <laughs> is really going to be to to to. Um, I always have to publicly thank folks and say, you know, thank you so much for being such an, such an instrumental oh, part and component of not just my art, but my life. Um, Cuts for Luck and Scars for Freedom could not have been what it was without those three mm. songs. They were instrumental um, as part of the healing process that making that album was for me right. and kind of getting through the other side when we hold on to like the painful and the dark shit that we have, you know, it sits inside. But if we can, if we can start to get it out through our art, and that's what's so powerful about art, that yeah. we can start to get it out, you know, we can shift some of our, you know, our, our mental health and how we're feeling and just open up our heart. And I think that's something that was obvious about the album. And I think it's, I, I'm humbled that it's obvious to people now is like, you know, I gravitate towards the light and I shine light, right? And reflect it. Um, but I definitely had to come through some trauma yeah, and, and reclaim that light, um, and understand that like the trauma didn't steal it from me and shock was part of the process of rediscovering that. So yeah. I just say thank you. And I love you. I love you to death, man. I love you to death. I love you. Oh, and, I um, and please tell the people where they can find you. Oh man, I'm easy. And, and, and if you worked on it, oh, and talk about some of the big projects you worked on lately. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy to find us. The Mechanics, T-H-E-M-E-K-A-N-I-X. -E -E um, um, right now, we're about to drop this Jay Stallion on behalf of the Streets Part 3, July 30th. We did the whole album, so that's about to drop. Uh, I've been directing videos. I just directed I saw. I saw. Hey, I see you. Sorry, y'all. I didn't see the messages. Keep going. Yeah, uh, directed a video for Snoop recently. Been producing this records for Snoop Dogg, um, E40. You name it, all the Bay, you know, Bay legends or whatever. All we always take care of home. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, "Ooh, that's big out there directing for Snoop, and you've yeah. done some great stuff with Fab." And oh yes, that's the beauty. And you and, I were, you and I were talking, and I absolutely would love for us to be able to come back together. Um, Hell yeah, say less. Art. It's not that we couldn't have done that years ago. It just, no. I think it's a beautiful, a beautiful time to, to do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's anybody 
you know, you and I make a certain kind of art and there's nobody who I make that art with. And so yeah, there we go. I would love to I would love to create some more art with you. So thank you. Thank um, you. And I'm trying to see, 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 um, I, shout out to Tyranny. He's on here. CMG from here. Shout Daughters. Out Tyranny, Post. Shout out Tyranny. And, and and CMG said she never did the, the the stage dive, but Carol did. Rest in peace to our sister, special one. Hey, shout out to the conscious daughters, man. Shout out. Yeah, and so I didn't. I didn't. She said my sister is a d a, a daredevil. Um, Miss Love. Yeah. So people were like quoting lyrics and and posted. I don't post unless I get paid. So I'm sorry, y'all. I really didn't see the um the comments in here because I'm really trying to focus on the people I'm with. So thank you for the comments. Dot, thank you. Yes. I'm going to say goodnight to you and I love, love you. you so much. But... Um, and I'll check on you in the next few days. Okay. I'm here. Okay. You, you call my phone. I'm here, babe. All right. Love you. Uncle I Jim. love you too. Love. Y'all be smooth. Okay. All right. Peace. Peace. So God, I love Dot. And he's so talented, right? And, um, I am super, you know, I love my digital underground family. And when I talk about what an important impact they had on me as like a woman as a, or when I was a broken girl and on me becoming a healed black woman and being able to heal through my art, they are all absolutely instrumental to, um, to that process. So thank you, Dot. Um, to my brother, Dave Ghetto, I'm going to bring you up in just a bit, but I, um, Chops is not here that I, I think he's still driving, but, um, I am going to talk about fallen angels just a little bit today since I was going to talk about it with Chops. I mean, not fallen angels, sorry, fatherless child. See, that's how I start. I start going, oh, what am I talking about? It's fatherless child. Um, it's been hard to like reproof my lyrics, um, for the 20th anniversary release and kind of have to go through the more painful lyrics. Fatherless Child, um, literally, I got that track on a Monday and it was the perfect beat. Um, folks who listen to it know my father died from a heroin overdose on November 24th, 1999. It was the day that my record deal was done. Um, I literally, it's literally how I said it on the record. I was at Tajia's house. I was in the in the in the kitchen cooking um and i was making candy yams and i called back and i just i remember sinking down on the floor in the kitchen because i wasn't going to let my yams burn and 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 shanny girl and tajia you know trying to comfort me and and I just, I really needed to get back up and I just needed to keep cooking, right? It's not that cooking became important to me later in my life or on that night. Cooking has been important to me since I was a child. And I cook when I'm sad. I cook when I'm happy. I cook when I'm in love. I cook when my heart is broken. Um, I love to cook. And um, anyways, um, I had not really, my, my father was an addict. I had not really been raised with him. I hadn't seen him in years. I got to know him for two years before he died from a heroin overdose. Um, and I really got my questions answered. I, I went on the Ananda Lewis show way back, right? To talk with other women, you know, who had had disruptions in their relationships with their fathers or 
had lost their fathers and um, I wrote a piece for a magazine about it at the time. I can't remember the magazine. Um, and what I'll say is that I don't, I, I, I encourage people if you have the opportunity to talk with an absent parent when you get older, if it's safe for you, right? If it's safe for you and there's an opportunity, whether you want to use it to cuss them out, whether you want to use it to ask them questions, um, whether you want to use it to say, I have loved you my entire life and you were never there. Did you ever think about me? Whatever you would want to say to that person, if it's safe, I encourage you to take the opportunity to do so, so that you do not um, end up losing that person. Um, you know, having them transition before you get to do that. I really don't know what I would have done with my heart if I didn't have those couple years with my father to ask those questions. So anyways, recording the song, you know, the lights were down in the studio. I remember it vividly. I remember that song vividly. And I was crying. For any of you who are MCs or singers, poets, you, if you make art with it through your, your voice, you have to know that crying and trying to rhyme at the same time or trying to sing at the same time is dang near impossible. And I just, I remember trying to get through it. And when you hear, when you hear that chorus, let's remember that I was in a non-automated studio. So every ad lib, every lyric, every sound, every chorus, each one was individually recorded. You couldn't fly anything. So when you hear that chorus and I'm a fatherless child, right? Like it's all I've ever been. It's all I'll ever be since you're gone from me, right? Like, I felt that so deep in me. And I think that you guys who were listening could feel it and hear it. Um, but it was also super healing for me to start to do that. Um, yeah, I know a lot of us grew up with parents who are addicts. Um, and have lost people we love who are addicts, right? Um, or or not addicts, right? In 2021, you could not be an addict and you could try some shit and you could die the very first time you try it, right? So for young people, when we say, don't deal with this, don't don't play with this, it's not being like, oh, we're we're grown and don't do that now. It's saying there's shit out there right now that will actually kill you. The dirty drugs, the fentanyl, those that will actually kill you the first time you get hurt. So anyway, it was healing to do. I could never particularly, I, I, I performed it less than I can count on both my hands. Um, and what I learned through it is that some art is made for healing. It's not made for performing. And it was, it was a lesson that I learned through the Cuts for Luck and Scars for Freedom album that I didn't need to get on stage and relive my pain with you all. I didn't need to relive the trauma 
We didn't need to relive through the trauma with each other. What we needed to do was like collectively heal and try to move through, you know, whatever we were dealing with. And so I didn't, I, there's songs that I didn't really perform because they were, they were heavier and making the album had been part of a healing process and there was continued healing that happened excuse me as i was out and i was promoting it so i learned that not art not and, and and also it's like saying not all art is for sale right i have stuff that i don't i don't um that i will never release poems that i will never share that are just for me um and i see a question about healing through recording um but i don't i don't I'm, 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 I, here's the thing is I don't think we can heal all the way ever, right? I think we can get super close and I think we can continue to make um, progress. But then there are experiences that can rip us back open where we need to start, we realize that there's additional healing to do. The loss of Shock G and the way that we lost Greg, my brother Greg, to lose him that way after having lost my father to a drug overdose was part of why my heart was so deeply, deeply broken. There was only one, <clears throat> there was only one other space there. And I realized that like, Greg had even more space in my heart than my father did because I had almost 30 years with Greg. I had two years with my father, but still he created me, right? So anyways, that's Fatherless Child. You may never ever see me perform it. You probably won't. If for some reason I do a performance of the entire album, then yeah, I would perform everything that's on the album. But so that is part of the story of, of Fatherless Child. Um, and, I, and, and I will just say I'm forever healing. Um, but one of the reason I, reasons I, I flipped this order around is because I thought, let's bring on my brother, Dave Ghetto, so that we can end on an uplifting and loving and uh, and some laughing. Look at that. Ah. <laughs> Greetings, my brother. Are you What's driving right now? Yeah. Yeah. Are you safe? I'm good, though. Yeah, I'm safe. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Okay. How are you doing? Hey man, I'm blessed, yo. Life is good. Yeah. No complaints, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, welcome. No before, before we dive in, I am going to say for the people watching or who end up listening to this, this is Mystic Behind the Journey, um, episode yes, yes. five, um, creation part three. And my next guest is my brother and um, a super dope MC and just like fantabulous human. And we also are part of a group together and all this stuff. But I would yes, like yes, yes. Dave Ghetto. What's going on? Welcome. Please introduce yourself to the people. Yes, my name is Dave Ghetto, um, MC, uh, producer, artist manager, marketer. Every, you know, uh, a <laughs> bunch of a bunch of things that I, I, I've become through, uh, throughout my years of being a, 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 a music creator out of necessity. You know what I mean? We yeah. kind of we kind of teach ourselves to do things. Um, when we lack those those supports, 
So, you know, and now that now that I've developed them, I'm kind of trying to help you use them to I kind of try to use them to help other people. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Because it's, it's, it's necessary, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And where are you so, from? I am from Camden, New Jersey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Other roots as well. You've oh, no, 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 no. No, let's, let's, uh, let's be clear. Southwest Philadelphia all day, but at the end of the day, it can't we gotta, we, we, we gotta, uh, I always gotta recognize where, you know, where it developed at, where it happened at. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, in this case, I, I the question is kind of different because I usually kind of ask with people, I'm like, so do you remember where we first met? I'm going to ask you, even though it's in the track on the album. Right, right. I'm going to ask you how we first met and what you remember about those conversations. So some 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 key conversations that we we had, um, because I I I think that like you you actually we we've, we've been connected throughout all of the major milestones of my life. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you you were around when I had just become a new father. Yeah. For the first time, you know, Nadira's currently 24. I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's, she's a grown woman, right? Uh, yeah. Graduated from Tuskegee. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. And, you know, we, 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 we have history, you know what I mean? We, we go back a very long time. So a lot of those early conversations were just like real genuine, real yeah. human like sharing experiences that, that, that we were going through. And I think, I feel like for me, cause you know, I was a knucklehead and I had knucklehead tendencies, but I think that you, you gave me a sense of, of, of calm in a lot of situations. Mm. And, you know, I, I feel like a lot of what you were saying, some key that always stands out to me that I tell people about. I remember Nadira, I was in my, uh, I was at college and I was in my apartment and it was a, uh, like Nadira was very small and she was always getting into stuff and, and climbing under stuff. And I was like, yo, I don't understand why you keep going under there. He was like, brother, her world is eye level down. That is her world down there. And it was like an aha moment at the time, but even a more aha moment in my in my uh later adulthood where it's like our lives tend to be eye level down we tend not to but we tend to not think outside of what we see you know what i mean when the world and life and everything is so much more there's so much more space over your head yeah you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. and we 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 tend to miss it because we're operating in our our world that we can see that we can touch and you know it limits us yeah just being open to the idea that like you're you're, you're a very another, another thing was when we were on tour in europe and we drove through the swiss alps right and it yeah. was a snowstorm and i laugh about it all the time because growing up in in major cities we see the tops of skyscrapers and the top of the Swiss Alps was in the clouds mm. while we're driving through them. And it's like, yo, 
we're not we're kind of small in the grand scheme of things yeah. like and not necessarily in stature but in you know like everything is, is so much more and things are so much bigger than us that you know we we it, it's kind of humbling you know what i mean absolutely absolutely so, and i want to pause for you know, a moment because i want i want to pause for uh-huh and make sure that people can understand as they listen to you right now that you may say mm -hmm. that you were a knucklehead, but these are the conversations that we would have. And they were so dope right. to me and you were in school. And on the beginning, I, right. I remember we kept it on there on the beginning of the Dave Ghetto track, you're saying to your daughter, why are you eating it like that? And you laugh and I just thought it was so <laughs> funny because I, was, right, right. I heard you talk as a baby, right? As a right. kid. And so I just want people to understand that you've always come from like this beautiful place. And so when I say my brother, you know, I'm like, you are my brother. Absolutely. And we have been Absolutely. through life. It doesn't and matter how much, how much time was there. And I'm so thankful for, for Matt. And you know what's hella crazy is that Matt was on here on the first uh -huh. one. Yeah. And before we got on, we, we were talking about something else. And he said, he told me the same story, same kind of story. He uh -huh. said that I told him, you know, that, that kids and when he has kids, that he should have a yes house. Yeah. And so if things are at eye level, then it's a yes house. Take yeah. a look around and understand what their world is and try yeah. to take out the things where you're going to be like, don't do that. Don't touch yeah. that. Because um, right. I guess I think he asked me something about my house. And I said, well, I make it a yes house, right? Right. How many kids are here? I make it a yes house. Absolutely. But so... Um, I want to hold on. This Mac is not logging out, but I don't want it to log out because there's something that I'm going to yeah. announce and do later. Um, is um, I wanted to talk about because some people, I'm sure, are curious why you ended up on the album with your whole <laughs> own, your whole <laughs> own like right, right, track, right, right. right. It wasn't like you and me on an interlude. You ended up on your own track right. that Tops produced. Right. And it was called Dave Ghetto. What I which, don't remember, like, did I ask crazy. you to write something about me? I think you no, not, on the album, but I wanted you to be on the album. Right, right. So I, I just remember, um, you know, Tops, Tops is like, yo, I'm working on some stuff for Mystic. Um, and like me and Chops, I think, had the conversation. Um, about a record, and then you kind of seconded it for me, I believe. Um, like, because Chops, I remember Chops was, was sending you some stuff. And I believe that record was supposed to, was supposed to be collaborative. It was supposed yeah, to I be game. And, and I lyrically, I just went someplace else. You know what I mean? And, and <laughs> it, was, it was more of it was really, it was really about the the experience that we was, you know what I mean? Because yeah. initially we connected sight unseen. This is pre-internet. This is, you know what I mean? We used just a dope soul that was on the other end of my phone, and we bonded beyond that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I seen a picture, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> oh man, right? So it was, it was, it was a thing where it's like. Even for me, being 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 a young young man and being super 
active out and, and, and being, you know, being attracted to women and, and, and like various women and knowing that I got, there's a beautiful woman that I'm connected to that it's, it's the connection. It's not sexual. It's not like, like, it's like a, 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 a connection that's beyond anything physical. You know what I mean? And it established our relationship throughout time. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And yeah. I think that that I think that, that verse is commemorative of that relationship being so genuine. Absolutely. You know I have to of your lyrics so that I can make sure the lyrics are out there. And I just uh -huh. I was like, this is so dope the way he wrote this. I also was deeply like, look at that freaking flow pattern, right? Look at the way he, oh, the way you wrap it around. I was like, yeah, my brother is yeah. dope. My brother is dope. Yeah. Um, let me, let me, let me uh, do because I, I talk about some of, some of your stuff, but I just wanted okay. to, I, I got to ask, like, what did, did you have any ideas about what was going to happen with the album, for, with Cuts for Luck and Scars for Freedom? And then what ended just, up happening with it? I just thought it, it was. I just thought it was some of the dope, like one of the dopest bodies of work that I've ever heard. Like, you know, mm, because I, I remember having like the snippet tape for the life and, 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 and um, was it Ghetto Birds? Was yeah, that the other Ghetto one? Like, yeah. Ghetto Birds, right? So I remember, because, you know, be, being on Goodbye, Matt is very, was very generous. This is what we're working on. You know what I mean? And this yeah. is what we have. And so, yeah. Just being able to 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 I, like I heard all of it and I was like, yo, this is crazy. So when it came out and all of the accolades that it started receiving, it made sense, like as it should. Like if somebody was like, yeah, she Missy got nominated for a Grammy, she should have. Like this 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 project is phenomenal, right? Um, it it I think that. What it did and, 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 and how big it was and, and how it was received, I, I, I think that that's how it was supposed to be received. And that's how good music is supposed to be received. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But, you know, oftentimes whatever, whatever is blocking it is blocking it. But I think that, you know, the, just the natural response to it, it was, it was real. And... I think that it's exactly how people were supposed to respond to it. Yeah. Like I think that I, and I I was so deeply humbled by it and I remain to be deeply humbled by it. But as a side note, because uh, I, I didn't introduce you this way, but you just made a comment about it, is that um you and I were label mates, right? It's on the right, song. Right. And Good right. Vibe was just such a dope space. No. Because it, it wasn't that it was just me, or it wasn't that it was just Slum, it wasn't that it was just Bahamadia, but no, that it was, was so you, and it was also yeah. Dro, and it was also Spawn, and yeah. it was so the claim, and you know, yeah. it was affiliated, and like, you know, there was just there was so much dope stuff that that was coming that was coming yeah. through. So now that we talked about that, I want to ask you about the song that we did together with Fonte. Okay. Um, I remember when you came and asked me if I would be on it. Right. And told me Fonte was going to be on it. I thought you were going to ask me to sing. But you didn't. Fonte was going to sing. Right. And I was going to get to rhyme. So I right. wondered if you would talk about that song. Just right. So in knowing you, in knowing you, 
I know that in spite of you having such a beautiful voice and being able to sing, you are an MC. And to your core, like, never let anybody attempt to pull you out of your MC space. You understand what I'm saying? Like, because we've been in, in, in sessions where it's like, Mandy, I think this song, you should sing this song. Now I want to sing this song. I want to rap this song. <laughs> Bet, can you go rap this song? You know what I mean? I might, I might do a little here and a little there, but I'm rapping. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I, I, I feel like, or I always felt like singing, like I can sing. Yeah, I can sing. But y'all going to get these bars. Yeah. And yeah. Mystic is an MC yes, to sir. the core. You know what I mean? So it, 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 um, with that being said, when that record came, came into play, like I knew I, I, I knew I wanted you on a Love Life album. But when, um, I think, who was the producer of that? I think that was Square. I think my, when, when my man Square sent me the beat, I was like, this is the one. And then my manager at the time, Danny Dominguez, was like, um, yo, I got some stuff. I'm doing some stuff for Little Brother. So, you know, we had Ninth on, a, on the album, but um, he was like, yo, I think I can get Fonte. I'm like, let's get him. And I didn't want him to rap. Like, I need, I need this hook. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, because at the time, Little Brother was everywhere. They was doing, like, we know Fonte can rap. Fonte bars are crazy. Right. Great. We gonna do something different. Catch this yeah. curveball. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when when you hear when you hear that record, it's like I know what you thought when you was looking at the the credits and the and, and the title and who was featured, but nah, yeah, not at all. This 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 not that. And then so, was it called Hey Young World or Young World? Yeah, Hey Young World, Hey Young yeah, World. So I want I want people I want people to go and find that. I, I oh yes, yeah. uh, Dave Ghetto, Hey Young World featuring Mystic and Fonte. Um, yeah, it's, on, it, it's on the Love Life album. Up another space of the conversation, and we'll talk about it before this, that, and the third, is that you um, and I are both educators. Absolutely. And we're also absolutely. both people who are committed to, 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 to young people and how young women and young men, mm -hmm. um, young folks, period, um, value themselves and think about themselves and make their way through the world. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that that piece of music reflects that in many ways, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You, I, I don't think you were an educator at that time. No, I wasn't. And I, I, I had wasn't. been working with children, but right. not, I hadn't gone to school and done all those things to- Right, right, right. All, all, that, all that extra fly stuff. <laughs> all that extra did. stuff. <laughs> but, um, but that right there, I think is such a pure, when we talk about genuine and the genuine connection of our relationship, that that record is a genuine rep representation of our love. Absolutely. Um, for, Absolutely. For, for young people, right? Because Absolutely. life is hard. The world is hard. And they have to go through so much. I wanted to ask you, what, how, how, what is your experience? What is your journey? First, I want to say thank you for being an educator who is a Black man. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. Thank you. About, you know, kind of, kind of what, what your experience is as a black male educator. Um, so, um, since, so right now, 
I, I've gone through my first brief period. It was a very brief period of a couple months of working in a community that was not reflective mm-hmm. of our people. Mm-hmm. Starting Monday, I'm back in the community. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I, and, and what it is is I see my, and it, this goes back to what, what, what we spoke about with Nidera and eye level, right? Um, and we, we did this exercise at, at work today. And part of my strength is seeing myself and other people. Like, I can relate. I was an at-risk youth, so I understand the needs of at-risk youth. You know what I mean? As, as, as young black men in particular. You know what I mean? Young black and, and, and Latino men in particular. Can you but, guys, hold on. Can you guys see the, there's two hummingbirds that were just hovering right over my head. Sorry. Please continue. That's why. <laughs> no I, doubt. Like no this. doubt. But um, so look for, and that's not to say that I didn't have a particular guidance from like what I would consider my OGs. You know what I mean? Right. They just weren't, they weren't, they knew what they didn't want me to do as opposed to this is what you do. You know what I mean? They were more like, we don't, we don't want, to, nah. Um, it was really a thing where I want to be, or I wanted to be, and, and still desire, desire to be the guy that's like, you don't need to do that, and this is why. You understand what I'm saying? Or this is this is your other option. These are your options. Yeah. So even if you choose to go down a particular path, your choice is an educated choice. It's not Absolutely. one of 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 naive naivety. You know what I mean? I think that's how you pronounce it. But you're you're not naive to the outcomes, and you're not naive to your options. You understand right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that I think that that's 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 where I am right now. And I think that this is what I this is like what I I. I call in a lot of the conversations that I'm having, like teach our kids need to know how you did it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like we all know the obstacles. We know what the obstacles are. How did you how did you avoid those obstacles? What did you do to avoid those obstacles? Or if you got caught up in those obstacles, how did you get out of it? And it's your job to go back and tell tell them. How 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 to operate? Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, it's it's like we can't discount the experience of our people here, but as somebody who's juked the numbers, who who's escaped some 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 real life stuff, right. I gotta go back. It's it's I be doing not only myself. But my people, my children, because the, the children that, that 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 I'm trying to influence are peers to my children. Yeah. So if yeah. they're not in the best position and they're my children's peers, then my children aren't in the best position. Absolutely. Which in turn makes these children my children. Right. They're all our children. That's right. What, that's so, why we're always talking about our collective children, right? People are right, like, right, right. Are your children? Were those children in the life video yours? And I'm like, right. I haven't birthed children. These all our kids. They're all mine. These are all our kids. They, they're so, all they're ours. Right. So so I, I, I just I deem it very important and I, I look at it as my life's work. Which is which is why you get a record like Hey Young World. Yeah. Because 
that's that's me speaking from the experiences that I experienced yeah. and telling you that there there's another way. And I'm, you know, you 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 can't necessarily fit the blueprint all into a three and a half minute song. Right. <laughs> but follow me. Like this is enough to to, to, to intrigue you. Yeah. I'm I'm open to the conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have past students from age 27 to 15 that, that follow this Tidal Wave Dave page, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I still attempt to lead by example. Right. Or still be a voice that or or, or an ear or a shoulder that they could reach out to. Because yeah. mm-hmm. even if you're 30 right now, I'm older than you and <laughs> you're still my kids. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? So it's it's it's, it's sorry, go ahead. It's important that I think that uh for me the education piece is being the beacon of light that's like, yo, come this mm. way. But if you yeah. go that way, it's also the flashlight that shows you what's over there. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So if you choose also, to put, like, if you had to get back, right, go over there for a while. If you absolutely, hey, absolutely, can cut, you absolutely, can... yeah. It's 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 not a one way street, right? You know what I mean? Like you could you could dabble over there. I don't I don't advise it, right? But if but you I'll do, still love you. If you do, and I welcome you back when you come. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? So, exactly. and I think that a lot of a lot of our kids don't get to hear that like right. they embrace being like the idea of being bad like i'm cool with being bad right right right, right. but you're not bad yeah i, I don't i don't i don't like your decisions right but yeah but we need more love in the world because right. young young you know high school students junior high that or even my kinder people but particularly with high school and junior high, like junior high. 20s is like is not to come from this place is like, I've been there. Let me tell you, I know everything. It's like, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to show you some light and I want right. you to understand these things. This is what I went through and this right. is what I learned, but I need you to know that I love you and I'm here and I'm here without judgment. And then when you say that Absolutely. though, you can't just say I'm without judgment and I am here. You have to continue to show up for them in that way Absolutely. so that even when it breaks your heart. Even when something happens that disappoints you, that you still receive them with love. Right. Right. And, and, and doing so. And that you love them and you're not going anywhere, mm-hmm. then you can. They'll do them. anything. They'll do anything <laughs> for you. They'll do anything. Yeah. And so I, I worked in, in, in school discipline for, for mm-hmm. you know, five years, right? And, you know, people's perception of what discipline is in schools is, it tends to be different. Yeah, those those children who are deemed to be disruptive and problems, quote unquote, yeah. are the ones that spend the most time in my office, who I develop the strongest relationships with, who now that they know, like now that we have a bond, yeah, the, the, the same way that you couldn't get them to sit down in a classroom. Right. They'll do it for me. So yeah. what, what that tells me is. It's through this relationship, I can request things of them that they'll they'll, they'll comply with. It, it don't got to be a consequence. It don't got to be, you know. I'm I'm very uh, alternative uh, alternative uh, alternatives to out of school suspension. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? I'm very 
Like, I'm not, no. You think you're going home? No, nah, you're not going yeah, home. Yeah, you're not going home. You're staying here. You I got a link only through IG. I got a link oh. to Brother Kariga. Okay. Um, but yeah. Oakland and who I was at Roses and Concrete with. I just, okay. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna connect you guys via Instagram after. after. Okay. Um, yeah, but so. that is my whole thing. Like you're I, not going home today. This is why people. There, there are those. There's quite a few of us as artists who are educators. Absolutely. Whether we educate our credentials and 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 our, I, I don't like saying teachers. I say educators. Educators, absolutely. But, credentials or whether we are community educators and i think it makes so much sense for those of us who are people can hear it in my music in our music they can hear it in what we say and they can see it in what we do right you can't just say it you have to walk it and you have to live it absolutely and so absolutely. i honor you for for being an educator and being in the i appreciate you so much sis. absolutely I, I know i can't keep you forever I mean, Absolutely. we good though. I got I got you forever and ever. But Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but so a couple, couple final questions. One, I just, I wanted to talk about this, that, and the third a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and ask you to kind of, um, to, to set off how that happened. Um, so that happened, be, I, I, the foundation of it, or the be, very beginnings of it happened because the Love Life album was doing so well, right? And I, I received uh, uh, Karen from Subotage reached out to my manager at the time and was like, yo, uh, I want to bring Dave Ghetto over for a tour. Cool. She was like, think of a couple people that, that, that you could bring. From the rip, like, I already knew my sister's coming. And so it was me, Mystic, and, you know, me and Hezekiah being so tight, Hezekiah made the most sense, right? So yeah. I pitched I pitched me, you, and Hezekiah with it. You know what I mean? So we, we all fly out. We 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 do we tour, we do some festivals. Um we come back home. Like on the road. Oh yeah, that that, 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 that we that, don't uh, do our own sets. Right. And right? I think like, that, that stage, Dave Ghetto is on stage, Hezekiah is on stage. Absolutely. Being on stage with each other and rotating through our music so that we were all supporting each other, so we yep. were supporting each other, doing backgrounds for each other, have little absolutely, moves, you know, for one the other absolutely stage. So, anyways, oh. you. that was, and I think that that happened. So, first show, the first show, we were in Germany and we we all did our individual things, and it was cool, it was cool. Yeah, second show, we were in Denmark, Copenhagen, and that show. We were running back and forth. By the third show, we was like, nah, we just all want to be on stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then that's when it clicked. Yeah. And just the, 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 the braid. And you know what I mean? The, the, the yeah. three-way split. And we, we running back and forth. And you know what I mean? We're, we're doing Dave Ghetto records, Mystic records, Hezekiah records. And then we got to Vienna, Austria. Yeah. And we're doing that. And... Uh, either Felix or Buzz from the Wax Illusionist. Well, all of the Waxos was in in the in the uh, studio. I, I mean, in the uh, show, I believe. But they invited us to the studio to do to work with them to do some music, and that's the day we did Dance with Me. And dance yeah. with me. Yeah, and I just I think that <laughs> I think that the 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 the, the, the uh, that record. Then we you know we went and continued and did the tour and stuff like that. 
and they were real they were real cool and and, and real welcoming into their homes and things yeah. of that nature so so then um we uh continued to tour then the, the next summer they was like yo we, we want to do an album with y'all hip hop camp is going on so mm -hmm. y'all come do y'all come stay stay out here for a while and go do hip hop camp we we finished this project and then you know what I mean? It it is what it is. So we did that, and then we didn't hear anything for. <laughs> right, but we. I, I want to say that album is called Summer in Vienna. You guys should Absolutely. find it. It's a dope Absolutely. album. Very um, dope album. Never particularly got pushed, but it's a dope, dope album. And I think we recorded it in a week. Absolutely recorded it in a week. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I, last time I saw it, it was on Bandcamp. I believe it's on Bandcamp. Okay. Um, but it's probably on all of the streaming services as well. Okay. Yeah. We're um, that out, and we are going to elevate that because I think it needs to be elevated. Heads it's, it's, like, let's take another cycle round. And I'm like, oh, I'd love creating with you and yeah. with him. And it's fun for me because, and you now, I think, are more comfortable with rhyming and singing. Mm -hmm. um, Hez and I have been rhyming and singing. And so I Absolutely. just same thing where you have MCs, MCs. Right. Who, who are also more than happy to to to, to sing or put some some melody on. harmonies and melodies some together on there all that and so it's fun to play because I think it elevates us and it pushes us as 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 artists. So the only groups I claim, I am a member of Digital Underground and I am a member of This That and the Third with Brother Dave Ghetto this, and Brother That and the Third. Absolutely. Um. So my battery is dying very soon. Okay. Um, so I and I've already kept you past your time, anyways. But I want to say, hey man, that's I love thing. and I want you to let people know, like, because you've been producing more, and I want to talk more about that with you, and we could do mm -hmm. it off. Like, I would love mm -hmm. to check some of your music. Um, but okay. I, but if people come, love to you, Shannon girl. I was talking about you because I was talking about fatherless child. Um, that. Um, if people go to your Tidal Wave Dave page, you're, you're constantly posting some dope, some dope music that you're working on, production that Absolutely. you're um, But are there other places where people can find your music or find your production or other spaces outside of IG where people can find you? So, so for the first time, so this is my first, I have a release coming out on August 9th. Hey. Um, and it's my first time releasing music officially in I don't know, like over 10 years but it's my first time releasing music um as a as a producer so ah. it's an instrumental album it's called um uh tsunami summer mm -hmm. um real nostalgic feeling um and I'm excited it's a thin line between uh uh excitement and anxiety but <laughs> <laughs> you know um you know, it's just a body of work that I, I I wanted to share with share with people. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I ha I've really been focusing on on life. Yeah. Being absolutely. a husband, oh, being a father, finishing school. Um, father, you, you you are an amazing you. husband. You know. Thank you. Um, but you've been an amazing father for over twenty years. Right? I, I, I tried to be. You know what I mean? I, I always, in my heart, have an affinity. Um, for amazing fathers, particularly young young men, 
who are dedicated fathers to their children, trying to navigate relationships and what they look like in life and yeah. all the parts and pieces, but right. so love their children and not just love them, but are also present. And you were open present because she was forever. Yeah. <laughs> she, was there. she was there. And I, you know, I, that's, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's the goal. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Even, even in, in my missteps as a parent, you know what I mean? Um, you can only fix the missteps if you're there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, so that's, that's, that's key, but that's you know, a, you know. Just, I know your students must love you, right? Huh? I said I know your students just must love you, like. Uh, you huh? Know, it, it well, depends. I think so, but I mean, I know that, that 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 you that you be saying stuff that they're like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, sometimes, sometimes. I'll think you know, I've, that. I've I've been booed <laughs> at an eighth grade graduation before. You, you have booed I mean? at eighth grade graduation? Yeah, because you know, sometimes, sometimes. It's 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 the calm. Sometimes it's the roar. Everybody not yeah. built for the roar, and I I figured that out earlier. You know right. what I mean? That the roar, um, though it may be that necessary at times, it, it has to be key, and it has to be with purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? It can't just be roar roar roar. I can't but bust the rhymes. I think that as the people who know me and love me know that I am really expressive with my face, and so. Uh -huh. I think, particularly because I really work with elementary, right? I facilitate. Right, 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 right. It's just me being like, you know, like or whatever, <laughs> or the way that I turn, right? And I raise my eyebrows that they're like, okay, you know, I got <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, right. So, so what, I, what I've come to find with young black men is their past relationships with other black men. Dictate mm -hmm. how they interact with new black men. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? So there have been times where, like, there have been times where you know I don't, I don't necessarily want to roar because I need you to hear me right now. And it's like, I, I had a group of young men, uh, eighth grade, and they feel like they're coming into we the same height, they eye level, and you know what I mean. And they were talking to me at one point, like one of their homies in the streets and which like I don't know them yet like I'm new to the school they've been at the school so right. me coming in trying to establish rules and and, and, and and expectations they're like nah I don't like him man like they talking to me like I'm from like we outside right so <laughs> and I pulled them I pulled them into my office I said look gentlemen I don't want no problems with y'all but your energy puts me in a space that I'm very familiar with and it makes me uncomfortable because I only really know how to respond to that space one way. So mm. for all of our benefit, either do what I'm asking you to do so we don't have to interact or let's just put it behind us and, and, and do what we need to do. And these, these four young men are still my young boys this day. Like it, it, yeah. Is that, yeah. Yeah, it was four yeah. of them. And that, 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 I, my question is going to die, but I want to follow up with that before it dies. Um, absolutely. But, and just say there is power in being honest. Absolutely. Children and young people that we facilitate with. And absolutely. there's power in saying, I had a hard day. Or you know what? That energy puts me in a place. And I'm not sure that's where I want to be. And that's not how I want to move with you. Right. right. 
Absolutely. I, I, I share, I, I, I kind of reflect additional light onto what you just said for, for developing educators. Absolutely. Folks Absolutely. who, you know, in Trans it. And then, oh, this is hard. Yeah, transparency is key. It is. Transparency. Like, like you don't, you don't got to tell them every, every inch of your life, but no, you, you have to be able to let them in to a point where they're, they feel like you're genuine. They feel like, like, I know you well enough that you won't, that you're not just going to abandon me. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's and, what, I, what I was, when I was saying, when they know that you really love them. Absolutely. You're not. Like, and, yeah. I was just I was just telling my uh my staff today, I was like, once I meet the kid, once the kids come in, I can't leave before the end of the year. Yeah, you I, know I, I mean, I got I got to finish the year up. Either I can't I can't do that. But brother, right. my phone is gonna die, and I have okay. an announcement before it does. But I love you. But I'm gonna call you. And talk. I love you no, too. You. Thank you, thank you for being my brother. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for absolutely. Greg. Um, and just, you know, thank you for, thank you, thank you for being you. Thank you for your art. I love you. Thank you, sis. I love you too. We'll talk later, all right? All right, we will. Get home safely. Yeah. I am, I am. I'm about okay. to run and eat, and okay. eat dinner with the family. All right, bye-bye. Okay. Tell them I said my love and say hello. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Peace. All right, y'all, before I hop off, because my phone is really going to die, for those of you who are on right now or those of you who watch this later, um, if you go into my, my, my bio right now, you will see a new link. Um, thank you. Uh, blessings to you guys as well. You will see a new link in my bio. That link, I just published it within the past five minutes, is called Community Link for IG Live what is it? Community, community link for IG live participation. The two weeks after, so Cuts for Luck and Scars for Freedom 20th anniversary is coming out July 30th worldwide on all digital platforms. This IG live series, Mystic Behind the Journey, will continue for at least a couple weeks after that. Those two weeks that follow the release of the album on July 30th are what I am calling community IG live. And what you will find through that link is a kind of survey that asks some questions. Um, if you are interested in coming on and being part of the IG Live to talk about Cuts for Luck and Scars for Freedom um, and your experiences with it, your healing with it, or you wanna talk about art and activism, you know, there's more information on the survey, but follow that link fill it out it's some basic information there's not a guarantee i don't know how many people are going to apply through there you would really only come on for maybe 10 minutes or so it's all very scheduled and it's together i tried my best to you know so that we could create that form in a really open transparent accessible way but so it's open it's open to it's open to all of you but in order to participate and i mean actually be brought up so that you and I are talking together on the IG Live, or you and I and a couple other people are talking on the IG Live, you will need to hit that link in my bio for Community IG Live participation, fill it out, submit it. Um, and even though it doesn't guarantee that you will be brought on the IG Live, what it does guarantee is that I myself will be reading every single one of them that is submitted. So, I, I mean, I would appreciate if you answer the questions that are there. 
Um, but I will read every single one. And depending on the, neighbor, the, the, the numbers, what we'll do is we'll kind of just randomly um, choose people in the different sections that are art and activism and art and healing. Um, so your connections with Cuts for Luck and Scars for Freedom. At that point, you will have been listening to myself and my family, my friends, the producers on the album for, I think, nine weeks or eight weeks. And I, I honor you. I thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. Um, but the intention was always to open it up. This series has been looking internally and it is going to shift and look. It's going, it's going to shift and look at the totality of who we are collectively and holistically. So I hope I get some submissions for you guys. Um, you guys will absolutely be some of the first folks if you do it who participate and who knows, maybe we'll keep that, we'll keep that in mind. I'm going to post this IG live when I close it onto IG. There's usually a few hundred people who watch it after that. I'm also going to share this via Facebook, I, this link via Facebook. I'm also going to send it out via newsletter. You can go to my website, mysticworldwide.com if you haven't gone there and sign up for the newsletters. But all that to say, you can click it in my IG, IG bio. But um, if you're on other communication platforms, um, you will also receive it for me as well. Um, I don't even have the information uh, inf information in front of me about what's happening next week. I think it's a really awesome week. I think next week is A plus in Tembisa. Don't quote me on it. I have to look. Um, but we have an exciting week next week, I think. I mean, they're all freaking exciting. But maybe, no, maybe there's one more space. There's one more space there. Don't quote me on it. It's been a long day. My day has been over over uh, in 15 minutes it will have been a 12-hour day i started working at 6 45. so anyways i love you thank you for being here mystic behind the journey episode five creation part three um i am so excited that we're getting closer and closer to the 20th anniversary of cuts for luck and scars for freedom and just i love you i appreciate you and i am wishing you and yours the very 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 best all right <laughs> Peace, y'all. One love.